Have your notebooks out, you have your pencils and papers out, right? If y'all can put the PowerPoint up. How's everybody doing this morning? Hunky Dory Pitchy Cream. I want to thank I'm a, I want to thank everybody. Uh, well, I, I'm going to ask a few questions real quick before we get started, based on the homework uh, that you, all y'all leaders turned in. Amen. Let me ask you a question. With the definitions, right? With the definitions, what would it, what were the words that you were supposed to have for the definitions? Come on, we, uh, we need a, oh, oh, we got to get mics because they're recording. Can we get some mics? Salvation, grace, sanctification, justification, hope, deliverance, righteousness. Okay, so on the first part, you had a definition, right? So, somebody, um, so when you gave that first definition, pretty, pretty simple, right? All right. When you saw the theology definition, what 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 the, what was the first thought that came across your mind? Anybody with a, with a, with a mic? Anybody? I need, we need some mics because they record. You got to make sure they record. Yeah. No, it don't matter. When you saw the word, remember it was one that said definition. Then it says then you have to have the definition as far as the theology goes. So it was like two different definitions because you got to understand. You have a definition that we perceive what it is, right, based on Webster or anything like that and our perception that we might have learned in school. But then you have this theology definition based on because the New Testament is in Greek, right? So, they, so how was that being used in the Greek sense, right? What was the writer, what were they thinking about at that particular time? So when you saw that word theology, what, what did that do to you? What, what, what was the first thing that came across your mind? Theology was a little more in-depth and complicated. Okay. It was a little more in-depth and complicated. So we do understand now that as leaders, right? I need everybody. Come up front. Everybody come up front. Come up front. Feel the guy. Come on, everybody. Come on up front. Come on up front. So... So, when you've seen that, what does that tell you about study? Come on, y'all. Remember I said, let me, let me, let me help y'all again. Any, okay, let me give you this analogy. I did this analogy yesterday at this workshop, right? How many, you know, you're in, you was in school, right? And you always had that, that smart person that sat in the front row, be it a boy or a girl. And whenever the teacher would ask a question, right, they would raise their hand. How many people? They would raise their hand. They would raise their hand, right? Am I right? They would always raise their hand. They'd be the first one to ask the question. You'd be back there, man, they just get on my nerves. But look, watch this. They raised their hand. They, were, they would immediately raise their hand, right? Now, what happened when they raised their hand and they got it wrong? Everybody on? But watch this. When the teacher asked the question again, they still raised their hand. Because they had confidence in their self, even though the previous answer was wrong, that didn't deter them, that didn't allow the enemy to shut them down. Listen, hear what I'm saying as leaders. You got to understand, when a question is perceived to you, anytime you have conferences or workshops or things like that, a question will be asked. No one answers. What is the difference between that person that raises their hand all the time and people who are supposed to be heads and not tails? Yeah. 
Think about this. See, you got to understand in the spiritual realm, if we are leaders and we hesitate, that means if I'm a lay person watching y'all, right, that means you're not confident in what you're doing. It's not about right or wrong, good or bad. It's always about origin. Where did the thought come from that I have? If I, if I have the mind of Christ, watch this. I'd rather be, watch this, I'd rather be wrong than be disobedient. Because if I'm wrong, God can correct me. So every time, so what I need to get us to the point at, at right, when we ask questions, be, you know the answers. Because it's your answer. <laughs> it's your answer. It, it, it's your answer. It's not right, wrong, but it's your answer. What we want to do is, remember I always tell you, I don't know what to help you with if I don't know what you need help with. So your answer is right. We just want to expound on it. The reason why I gave you the definitions, right, and then I wanted to expound on what? Through the theology of the definition. It made you think. It made you push yourself. It made you stretch yourself. And, and watch this. Because you are millennials, y'all got to figure it out. So nobody called me to ask me, you know, stuff like that. But the reality is you figured it out, but you know there's another level of studying. There's another level of understanding the word of God. Not based on what? My perception. Right? So when we always talk about, remember, you guys, you got to remember, you want to go out and witness. How many people want to go out and witness? Just y'all? It should be, everybody's hand should be up, right? Because witnesses don't mean that you're walking around with the Bible and the tax and all that. But here, here's what you got to understand. I need somebody to tell me what do you want to come up against in today's time going out witness real quick. What's waiting for you? Atheists. Atheist, what else? Fear. Fear, what else? Uh, hurt. Hurt, what else? What, okay, what type of people are waiting for you? Hurt people. I'm gonna tell you what type of people are waiting for you. Hebrew Israelites are waiting for you. Kemetic people are waiting for you. Ethnic Muslims are waiting for you. They're waiting for you. You don't know who you walk into when you start witnessing somebody. The sons of Sheba, right? You, all, you know what the story about the sons of Sheba, right? The, the, the devil said, the devil, I, uh, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know, and who are you? And they ran them off. Well, you don't want to get out there and get run off. Hello, somebody. So I'm, I'm taking you to a place, right? That's why I'm saying, okay, now with this, this theology, right? Okay, now what, understand now, we want to study, right? What happened? What do I always tell y'all? When you study, right? When you read. What was going on at the time of the writing? What was the background? What was happening, right? Because then you start understanding the history. Let me tell you, when you go out there and start witnessing, you run into one of these two, the first thing they're gonna tell you is start telling about history. They're not gonna talk about, you, you can't use, and the Bible says that's not gonna work. Those days is over. That's not going. You have to push yourself. You have to understand that you have to challenge yourself. You have to be a Berean. Watch this. My apostle, right? He, 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 he all you know. He do all this stuff and, and, and apologetics and all these guys and, and, and this, these guys that that know real high and. and, and Urban apologetics, they got the doctrine degrees and all that stuff. They got all that stuff behind. I said, man, you on that same level. He said, no, I'm not. I said, yes, you are, because I'm on that level. Because guess what? What they do is what they do. What I do is what I do. 
See, many members, one body. So I don't have a problem. Not, you're not higher or lower than me based on what you do. Because what I do, it don't matter. You're here, but there's many members, right? So I have a, a particular thing. You have a, a particular thing, right? So I'm not intimidated of any other finger, arm, leg, or anything, because I understand my particular calling. So you're not greater than me. I will respect you, but I have no fear of you. And because I have no fear of you, right, and, you're, and I'm not intimidated by your anointing, I'm able to watch this. When somebody asks a question, I can raise my hand. When I'm trying to get to you, watch this. You got to ask yourself, why, why when a question is asked, you're silent? As leaders. Now, there's something, there's something personally in your life that is keeping you from, from asking, responding to something that you know. Of course, we're going to go with fear, right? Wanting to be wrong, free of being wrong, right? But but the problem I have with that, right, is God didn't give us the spirit of fear. Now read that read that verse. Somebody real quick, real quick, read that verse. I'm gonna show you how this thing go. Watch this. We could probably go in a different way because our apostolic math teaches the local church the value of being interrelated, networked with other like-minded believers and, and assemblies. So we all got to be like-minded. Read that verse. Somebody find that verse real quick. Right? So we got we should all be related. Right? Ask listen, listen. It doesn't matter, right? You're a leader. Go ahead, read. Oh, somebody a mic, anybody have a mic? Watch this. For God has not given Tell them the verse. Tell them the verse. Now I know you sing loud, louder than that. Come on, come on. Power, power, power. Come on, Deaconess, give me the power. Amen. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. For God has not given us. Okay, so for God has not, right? So if God ain't gave it to us, remember, listen to me, listen to me. It's not right or wrong, good or bad. Origin denotes everything. As leaders, we got to understand, origin denotes everything. So it says God has not given us that. So where's the origin coming from? Read. A spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if we have fear, it's not a spirit that came from God. Origin denotes everything. You have to understand that. When you have a fear, where is it coming from? You can never grow if you don't know where it's coming from. And why? Watch this. I know how to do a particular thing, and I know what to do with a particular thing, but why am I doing it? Why do I have fear of that particular thing? Why? Listen. Ask yourself, why? What if, if it's coming from something other than God? I need to know where it's coming from. Read. But the power. Watch this. So, so he has been given us the spirit of fear, right? Right? But he's given us power. Listen. He has given us power. So if he hasn't given us the spirit of fear and we have power, Power. So that tells me I have power to overcome fear. Because I understand that fear ain't coming from God. 
So now I have the power to identify the fear that's gripping me. That's gripping me. And I have the power. Read. And of love. I have the power. Look, I have power and love. Right? Power. He has given us, look, he has given us the power and love, right? So if I love God so much. I love him. I love him. I just, I just want to tell the world about him, right? How many people just want to tell the world about God? How many? Come on, let me see your hand. I want to tell the world about God. I want to tell. I want. I want people to see the glory of God in my life, right? I want. I'm a leader. I want people to see the glory of God in my life. Then why, when I ask a question, I don't say nothing so God can get some glory? Woo! Ah, origin. He wants us to be quiet so God can't get glory. So people can't see the glory of God in us. Because watch this. There are souls attached to you. People will never see God unless they see it in your life. Jesus Christ ain't walking through that door. But he'll walk through that door in you. And people will see the Christ in you. So if you're silent. Read. Watch this. He gave you power and love, right? And a sound mind. Where does the devil attack? Where does fear come from? But where you see it, where you, 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 it's here, <laughs> right? Because you got to think about it. I'm afraid it's it, it, look. You, it, you're visualizing it in your mind. But God is giving you a, a sound mind, right? The reason fear can seep in is like it's like a. a it says, you know, when you get delivered, the house get clean, right? And it come back with seven more, and you worse, right? So the thing that you fearful of, you empty of, because you never filled it up with the power and love of God in your life, right? Sound mind, and then what is that? That's it. Period. Right? So why am I saying this? Because you gotta stop letting the devil clue keep your mouth shut. You know the answers. I read your answers. I read your answers. All of y'all. I I read it, you send it to me, I read it in five minutes, you get a response back. All of y'all. So why when we get here and a question is asked, we don't, we, 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 we sound. You got to ask yourself that. You have freedom here. This is not a one-way class. Guess who ain't your enemy? Somebody tell me. Tell me. Guess who ain't your enemy? 
Okay, say apostle, who, 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 who's not our enemy? Go ahead. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Guess who ain't your enemy? Failure. Failure is your friend. Wrong is your friend. They're your friend. They're not your enemies. You'll never know you're right unless you know something's wrong. You never know if you fail, right? If you know what's right, right? So, okay, read, uh, Pastor Kay, read. Oh, I need a mic. Oh. Because this is what we do, right? This, uh, I wish Pastor Corey was here. Pastor Corey came to my house the other day, right? And he walked. And, and so when, when Doreen is upstairs, I work in my office upstairs. When she's downstairs, I work on, the, on my, in the, in the, yeah, thank you, on that table over there. So he walked in, right? And he, and he looked over at the table, right? It was like books all over the place. I had, you know, I got three laptops. Two laptops, me a laptop. Well, we got four. And everything's over there. He said, man, what are you doing? I said, this is what we do. This is what you, and, and it says, be around like-minded believers. You got to understand, to expand, to expand your, 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 your fear of influence, right? You have to get around people. You can't always be stuck at home. You have to go to events. If, if you're a business person, you need to be going to events, Right? You need to be going to webinars. You need to be going to, to, to workshops. You need, but, but those, watch this. 90% of the people that call me about business, it ain't about business. Hello? Because 90% of them, right, is about me connecting them with, with the spirit. And the business is the connecting point. Ah, you got to catch it. See, I know, I know people are saying business, apostle, business, business is not my calling. My calling is go back, strengthen your brothers who are just like you. After you're converted, go back and strengthen your brothers. I was homeless. I was on drugs. I was in prison. I know who I'm, look, I know I'm not under no illusion who I'm here for. I'm for people just like me. When I was on that second floor fire escape with that pistol, he said, go back for those people. Business just connects me to people. Ah. See, we get in this thing twisted. We think our business is our calling. I was listening to a guy the other morning, and I, it took me everything but not to, you know, to call in and just, you know, just kill this dude. Because he was talking about purpose, and he was talking about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's purpose was basketball, and, and his purpose was, was, was getting people paid and all that. The devil is a liar. That wasn't Kobe's purpose, basketball. Basketball was a means. Tools. Your job is not your mission. So we get caught up in our jobs, right? In our things, in the cares of the world, not realizing we're not really walking in our purpose because our purpose has something to do with people. And it has something to do that what we went through in life, right? That we have a passion for. You got to listen, listen. So next screen, next screen. Read. Equip the local church. Uh, uh, say it after me. Equip the local church. Say it loud. Equip the local church. Say it loud. Equip the local church. That's our job to equip the local church. Read. Giving them apostolic direction. 
giving them apostolic direction. Why are we saying apostolic? Because we have elevated, we're under apostolic anointed. Apostle is an apostle. It is a new teaching. Hello, somebody. It's a different anointing. It's different demons. It's different devils, right? <laughs> You're supposed to be at another level. You're supposed to be, Paul said, when you, when you should be eating milk, uh, eating meat, you're still drinking milk. Because what happens is we, what, we like the pastoral anointing because we don't have to do nothing. We always say God's going to do this. God is going to do this. God help me with this. God help. But once you get into that apostolic, once you get into the book of Acts, right, you understand it's not about what God's doing for us. But God, what are we going to do for you? Hello, somebody. When you talk about the apostolic, that means everybody. Listen, the Antioch church, which is the model, right? Everybody was using their gifts for the kingdom. Come on, somebody. It, do, you know why, do you know why it wasn't no lack? Because everybody was using their gift. Nobody was tripping over somebody else's gift. I know who I am. I'm here, right? So, 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 so. Come on, Dick. Come up here for a second. So, Dick, come on, Dick. So, so, Dick does, so he does one thing, right? Get on that side, Dick. And, and Dick does the other thing. I might be the apostle, right? But he has a particular thing in life, right? So it's my job to help him push him because the Bible says he raised us up together. So watch this. Squat down. Squat down. So, so, so if I'm here, right, and as I'm helping him up and with his purpose, guess what's, what's, guess what's going on with him? Come on over here, Pete. So, 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 so now we all down here. So now I'm here. I'm helping him. And Deke is helping me. Now you see, this is unity. We ain't thinking alike, but we all have to be walking in the same kingdom principle. And unity don't mean we all think alike and do alike. It just means we're walking together in kingdom principle. As leaders, if we raising each other up, guess what? That means everything, right, is operating freely in the church. Ah. Uh, Read. Whoa! I talked to a pastor friend of mine, and he was at this big convention. He said he was at this big convention. And he asked this noted man of God, right? He said, why don't we empower the people? And he said, well, if I empower them, they'll leave me. See, see, see. <laughs> what people don't realize if we empower other people. All of y'all know if you ask me a question, what I'm going to say? I'm going to empower you. So guess what that does for me? That's one thing I ain't got to do. See, I got wisdom. <laughs> I ain't trying to hold on to Jack. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to elevate. And the only way you can elevate is make sure you got a replacement. Hello, somebody. You can't, you always talk about, we want to go to the next level. We want to go to the next level. Who you got behind you when you go up? You ain't going up if you ain't got nobody behind you. Hello, somebody. Ha, ha, listen, we might be small right in numbers, but watch this. I know, listen, listen you need to be preparing, preparing somebody behind you. Apostle will let you know who, right? But you need to be prepared. Right? Read. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Y'all know what you said. What y'all said. You are 
upset when um, I was working at a bank and, you know, I just, I came in basically as a sales associate. And within, you know, six months, um, I was uh, promoted to a supervisor position and whatnot. But, but because of that, um, was was my manager of my upline. He was very insistent <laughs> on me learning everything in that bank. And so, um, you know, through that, it, it just allowed me to be more improved and better and to get elevated within six months of me being there. But it was so interesting, though. I'm learning it. I'm learning it now, but it's just, it's, it's you know, being applied more so to the in the marketplace. But amen. See, did y'all catch that? The marketplace, look, we were trained and equipped here to go in the marketplace, right? Right? It says, what, what it says, it says, a wise man, you know, leaves an inheritance for his children's children, right? And the wealth of the wickedness, the wealth of the sinners stored up for the righteous, right? So you have to ask yourself, how do we get the wealth back? So you go into the marketplace, you learn everything that they know in the marketplace, right? And then you step back out the marketplace, right? And you bring it into the kingdom, the business that you were working for, you now create. So now, watch this, watch this. So instead of people buying from them, they're buying from you. So the unseen is now giving you the money that's yours anyway. Hello? Read. So that they are released into the harvest field as quickly as possible. Oh! Hold on. Read that last. Start from the harvest field. Harvest field as quickly Stop. as possible. Say that word. Harvest. No. No. Read here. Harvest field as quickly. Say that again. Quickly. Everybody say quickly. quickly. Everybody say quickly. Everybody say quickly. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm in a, you know, everything is a process. We have to, watch. you know, Lord, I'm just in the process of delivery. I'm in this process of growing. But let me share something with you. You stay in the process as long as you want. There is no time limit on the process. But when we, based on what we're talking about now, we, we, we need to move quickly as possible. Look, the world is coming to an end. You know that, right? So we ain't got time to be playing around, right, when I ask the question and not, nobody not saying nothing, wasting four or five minutes, when now we got to wait four or five minutes that we waiting for somebody to answer a question that we could have been used moving forward. Or we wasted four or five minutes, nobody answering the question, and guess what? It's being selfish because your answer might help somebody. Ooh. See, we got to stop being selfish. Oh, that was hard. Y'all do know in the apostolic, right, we don't worry about your feelings because we worry about your feelings, we can't help you. Now, we're not being insensitive, but the bottom line is it's our job to propel you into purpose. Put you in a slingshot, right? Amen? You got to get thick skin, right? You, you, am I, am, amen? See, 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 now watch this. See, let me share something with you. Let me share something with you. Hear me clearly, right? When you, listen, some of you... Some, <laughs> Some of y'all from the street, right? Some of y'all from the street, you know, and you observe people. And some of y'all don't have to be. You observe people. You know what you're working with with certain people, right? So when they do certain things, right, you, you don't even worry about it. That's just what they say. Oh, that's just, that's just Deacon Danielle, right? People just say stuff like that, right? Am I right? I, I can't hear. Am I right? So why we get upset with somebody when we know how they are and they do something, and, but yet we get upset with them? 
But we already know. You, you know what you're working with. So what's the, why are we getting upset with somebody? We know this is who they are. So are we, listen, listen. So how many people, you're saved, right? Everybody say, give me your hand. And how many people, you know, we always say we want unconditional love, right? We got unconditional, come on, raise your hand. Keep your hand up, keep your hand. No, put it up, put it up, put it up. Don't be afraid. Unconditional love, right? So unconditional love, said, that means even when you tell me off, right, I love you. I'm going to kiss you too. And when you look, when you don't tell me, I'm going to kiss you too. So, 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 hello? Come on. He said we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, right? But we're principalities. So how can I have a problem with you unless I get outside of the will of God and get outside of the word and put a name on the situation? Hello? Oh, so-and-so. Oh, you just, that, I thought you don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Ooh. So, so we need to be released to the harvest field. We need to get, we need to, listen, we need to be here on time. We need to be here doing our work. We need to be getting everything that we need to get because we got to go to the harvest field quickly. Because somebody out there, listen, I, listen, let me share something with you. I don't believe I had to do 20 years of drugs and alcohol. I don't believe I needed to use 20 years of being homeless and being in prison. I don't believe I had to go through them 20 years, even though I had to go through them 20 years. But I believe, guess what? I believe I learned my lesson in the first 10 or the first five, and somebody didn't do with God. Somebody didn't come to the harvest field and get me. Hello, somebody. I can remember standing on Broad and Gerard, and I'm telling you, I'm, I know, I know God was talking to people to help me. You know how I know? Because I was walking down and God be talking to me to help people. And I didn't do it. I know it. I, I, I know somebody was supposed to talk to me. Based on because God was dealing with me talking to people. Go over there and pray for that person. Go in there and give this person that. And I wouldn't do it. Now do I say, could I have been... Less than 20 years? I believe so. I believe I learned my lesson a long time ago. Hello. Next screen. Quickly. Quickly. Somebody waiting for you. Somebody needs to see Christ in you. I'm not talking about going and giving them a Bible. I'm not talking about saying no verse. I'm not talking about uh, laying hands on them. Only thing I'm talking about is that they see you and they watch you long enough and they see the Christ in you. And they say there's something about you. And your fear of influence as a leader is something, they say, it's something, they, uh, uh, come on, come on, D, it's something, it's something, it's something, when I stay right there, I, I, man, I'm over here and I'm cussing and, and I'm doing it and, and Deke walks by and then I step into his fear of influence, right? And he just, I said, man, whoa, oh, he didn't say nothing. I just stepped into his fear of influence. <sighs> You, you walking down the street. This man getting ready to whoop his wife. But you walk past his house. And something happened. Hello? Quickly. As possible. Take that extra time to study. Take that extra time to pray. Ah, 
Look at, listen, take time out and, 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 and look at your day and see what, what in your day didn't add no value to you or anybody else and get rid of it. And watch how much time you have free. You got you to work for this thing. It's, 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 it's not by osmosis. These Hebrew Israelites, these comedic people, don't, these people are studying, man. They studying. They read, they read your Bible. Hello, somebody. They want your kids. Go ahead. Yes, Pastor. How many times does it take to read a chapter before to really get the point to be able to fully like with you? How many times do you reread your chapters? For me, this is how it works for me. I would pray over the chapter. I would pray before I start reading and say, God just revealed to me what you want me to know in this chapter. Because the whole chapter ain't for me. And while I read the chapter, I just get out that particular chapter was for me. And that's it. So it's not about how many times I have to read it over. It's how many times I'm going to be open to receive what he wants me to know about it. Does that make any sense? Don't try to get everything. It's not everything. The whole chapter's not for you. If, a matter of fact, let me share something with you. For me, because I, I got to tell you what works with Sometimes it might be a word. I might hit a word and get stuck on that word. Just, just allow God to show you what he wants to show you for, well, let me put it like this. For me, right? And you could try it. Just, just tell God before you start reading, just show me what you want me to know. That's it. It makes sense? That's because I, I can't, listen, first of all, I, you know, a couple of the kids here, they, they listen, I, I, I had a life before getting saved, right? When I, I grew up in the 70s, we grew up smoking weed and all that stuff, right? So it, I have a residual effect 20-something years later, right? Sometimes I can't remember stuff, right? So I got to rely on God because the Holy Ghost said, the Bible says, and, and, and bring back to remembrance everything that he said to me, right? So I got to rely on the Holy Spirit to remind me of stuff, right? So I have enough sense to know I can't remember everything. <laughs> you got to know who you are. You got to assess yourself. You got to know your strengths and weaknesses, right? And then you got to accept them, right? Watch this. How many people have one direction in their life, right? Raise your hand. How many people want direction? You don't, don't nobody want to know their direction in their life? Oh, okay. Nobody raising their hand, right? The only way you can find direction in your life, watch this. The only way you're going to find direction in your life, right? If you, if you, if you have to be totally aware of yourself, you have to understand the good, bad, and different about yourself, right? You got to write these things down. That's why I get you to do it. And then you're able to work on certain things that give you direction. How else are you going to find your direction if you don't know who you are? If you don't know where to go, if you don't know what to work on, right? Breathe. Whoa. Say that word. Possess. No. Next word. A willingness. Willingness. Somebody say willingness. 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 Hey, I'm willing. The Bible says unless you have a willing heart. It doesn't say something like a willing heart, right? 
Unless I have a willing, you know, willing, willing. You got to be willing. Listen, listen, listen. How many people? Uh, how many people want to desire? How many people want to desire? How many people want to desire? You get the desire, you want to work, right? I'm kidding. Listen, you you got it wrong. You need to work in spite of a desire. Your work will desire you to do more. Hello, somebody. Motivation. Write this down. Motivation and discipline go hand in hand. The only way you're going to be willing, you got to be motivated, you got to be disciplined. It says, look, it says, read, read from the beginning. Willingness possess a willingness to entertain new hobbies. Stop. What did I tell y'all when we first started? Take everything you know, put it up on the shelf. Just because you ain't never heard it before don't mean it ain't true. Hello? What is Revelation? Somebody tell me what the Revelation is. Come on, real quick, real quick. Understand what is an illumination? Let me help you. Illumination is, I read this verse a hundred times. I read it the hundred and first time it came out different. I saw it differently. Ah. So if you're staying, watch this. If you're staying on one verse and receiving it the same way for 20 years, you might want to reevaluate where you're at in your walk with Christ. See, that's what happened. The church is fragmented. The church is stagnated. I'm just going to I'm going to do a little sidebar here. Most most churches have the spirit of Leviathan over top of them. Leviathan, watch this. Leviathan is like a mythological being, right? When you think about goats and wolves and stuff like that, that's God normally talks about demons look like that. But Leviathan in the book of Job, Leviathan is like a it has scales on it, right? Scales, right? When you have a scale like a snake, right? That means can't no air get in between the scales, so can't nothing go in, can't nothing come out. So when you have a church that's that's heavy with the vibe, the right, the Holy Spirit can't get in and can't nothing get out. So we're stale because they're doing the same doctrine over their peace, preaching the same thing over and over and over, and he ends up saying, "Won't he do it? Won't he do it?" And he ain't did jack, but got tired. <laughs> the true story. All my stories are true, though. But <laughs> I was preaching in New Orleans, right? We had a couple. <laughs> we had this. I was preaching, and another older, older preacher. You know, he was old. Was preaching behind me, so you know me. I come up, do my thing. Got me like was hot. Bam. He competing. I'm sitting there, and this man almost had a heart attack to try to out preach me. And when he was done, I had to go to him. That was just a side, but I don't know where that came from anyway. <laughs> read, 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 read. <laughs> oh, willingness and readiness. You're willing, right? But if you ain't ready. How many people? No, I'm going to talk about me. I can tell you. How many F's I got because I was willing to take the test, but I wasn't ready. <laughs> so when you think about this, you're willing to go out and witness, but you ain't ready. You, 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 you're willing to come up here and lead an accessory prayer, but you ain't ready. You, 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 you want to come up here and teach a class, but you, you're willing to do it, but you ain't ready. Hello, somebody. You, you, hello? You, you, you want to help somebody, but you ain't ready. Ah, read. To explore 
Oh! Oh! Didn't the Bible talk about something about mystery? Hello? Am I out, am I in the word, out the word? So, am I in it, out it? You So a mystery is something has to be revealed, or something I have to learn, or something I have to find, right? Yes. But when I see this thing, I'm used to hearing the same thing over and over and over, right? And then when something new comes, I'm preaching this thing like this for 10 years. Oh, watch this. Let me use the apostle as an example. Right? So y'all was used to apostle preaching a certain way the last four years, right? Four or five years. Ten soon as he turned into apostolic, his whole teaching method changed. His whole preaching style changed. <laughs> and you're sitting there looking like... Right? Yeah. See, because now under the apostolic, guess, guess this how the thing's working apostolic. It sounds like an apostle is all over the place, but the reality is because he's so in tune to God, that God, the Holy Spirit, is actually going in the audience, touching people that in need. So now it's not focusing on one, but it's focusing on the whole. So it seems like he's all over the place. No, I ain't all over the place. I know exactly where I'm at. And watch, you probably won't hear him say this again. I don't know who this is for. But yeah, I didn't know who this is for. I just ain't telling you. See, because every God is specific. See, if he tells me to say something, this is for somebody specific. Right? I know who exactly who is this for. It's for the person that God is anointed to hear it. Now, he might not give me the name or anything like that, but I know it's specific. I know it's a target. I know it's, it's an arrow that's being shot to a particular person. And that person sometimes catch feelings because they say, man, is he talking about me? <coughs> Am I lying? I had a guy leave my church in, New, in, in Goldsboro. I was, right? They need, what are you thinking about? He was in my program, my men's program. He came after church. He said, I'm leaving. I said, for what? Because you was up there preaching on me. I said, preaching on you? Matter of fact, I didn't even know he was in the church at the time. <laughs> so, when, so, so, understand this. Here's, here's the thing. Under the apostolic. And I pray, this, I pray every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I pray for a Holy Ghost conviction in your life. That you will be convicted for whatever it is that you need to be convicted for. Hello, somebody. Because conviction brings change. That's not cold. See, see, see. You'd rather be convicted because that comes from God than be in condemnation that comes from the devil. He said there's no condemnation, right? What is condemnation? Condemnation, man. I just had an argument with Sister Doreen. I'm riding down the street. I had an argument with her. And the devil is saying, see, you ain't no man of God. You treat your wife like that. You ain't no man of God. But conviction will say, well, well as soon as you pull over, call her and apologize. Breathe. Yeah, biblical. Oh, say that one word with the B. Biblical. Biblical. Biblical what? Practices. Biblical practices. Not worldly practices. 
Okay. Biblical. Biblical principles. Somebody, while we're talking, somebody look up the word biblical. Biblical practices. Read. Oh, read, watch this, watch this. Read, no, read uh, up there, I'm sorry. Uh, Pastor Kevin. Biblical practice that read. No, 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 no. I want you to read that up there while they're searching for biblical. Okay, biblical social practices. Watch this, watch this, watch this. This is ready to get good, watch this. Biblical practice that would be what? That would be unique. Oh! You ain't like everybody else. You ain't gonna fit in. You're unique. Hello, somebody. It's something on this world, on this earth, that nobody can do but you. Somebody might be in the same arena, but they can't do it the way you do it. You are unique. Stop trying to fit in. See, fit in makes you not raise your hand and answer questions. Because you don't want to be out there on a limb. Uh, Pastor Corey, come here. See, see, this this what we don't want to do. Stand right here. All right, we gonna, and when I say three, we're going to step out there, okay? This is what we don't want to do. One, two, three. That's what we, that's where we don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, see, why can't I be back there? Why? He moving forward, but you looking back. Why can't I be back here? But God tells you step out on the limb. I got you. But we said I want to be back here. <laughs> Are y'all with me? Listen, 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 listen. Playtime over. Y'all, you listen. I know y'all. You can't fool me. Stop fooling yourself. Stop playing with yourself. Acting like, you know, sometimes God is showing you so much stuff you can't believe it's you and you get scared. The reason he's showing you is because he's saying you can do it. Think it not strange. What is common? All these, listen, you got to start applying the word to your life. When stuff starts, how many people want to be like Christ? But as soon as somebody says something to you, you get the neck wrong, huh? They better not talk to me like that again. But, but the Bible said, if they talk to Christ like that, they're going to talk to you. Oh, I didn't see Christ moving his neck. Yo, bro. Hello? Come on, somebody. Hey, it's kind of good. And, and the sad part is, and the worst part is, if you're a leader, it actually, watch this. So, 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 come, come on up here. Tell me off. Just tell me off. No, no, without cussing. Uh, Yell at me and everything. Yeah. Man, you jive turkey. No, no, say it loud. Like, you really mean. You a jive turkey, man. Yeah. I can't believe you, man. Uh -huh. What's wrong with you? Uh -huh. You ain't nothing, man. You ain't nothing, man. Now watch this. He saved. I know he saved. Look at Christ over there acting crazy. Uh, that's what they saying. It might sound funny, but that, they know you saved. You in there smacking your neck and you in the and they over there look at Christ. Hello? Because who are you? Hello, somebody. You got to understand how this thing works. You got to stop playing. Listen, it ain't about what you say. And then 
you, you got a title. You got a title. And, and guess what? It, your title, it don't necessarily have to be apostle, deaconess, but your title is Christian. Your title is Christ. Right? Are we, listen, you got to get honest. Are you, re- are you really, are you giving, <laughs> and don't answer this. You, we, we giving 100% to the job and 30% to God. Oh, man, I'm too tired for this. But like, if they called you up right and told you to come in, you ain't that tired, huh? Ah. Listen, I, listen, look, 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 look. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You can't be more tired for your job and, 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 and than you are for Christ. Did y'all catch that? Y'all know that said that backwards, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You got me? You know I said that backwards, right? You see? You just, listen, I, listen. All y'all gonna start being Bereans. What's a Berean? I don't care who you talk, listening to. Go back and study. See that is right for you. Paul, one of the most anointed men that walked the face of the earth other than Jesus, with the Berean. I know he was preaching up a storm, teaching up a storm. They said, okay, we good. Yeah, we believe, yeah. They went home and studied. You see? So if I ask some questions, right, about the assignment, and I ask for definitions, right, and then I pull up on my phone the definitions that you said on your test, and the one you gave me here would it match. Do we just do the assignment and put it to the side or do we actually study what we do? No, I'm turning into bosses, it's turned in the old way. We got I got it on time, I'm good. But you gotta remember who you're talking to. This apostle, it's always a catch somewhere. Did you go to, you got to go the extra yard. You got to go that extra. Read. That would be unique to that specific location. Releasing Stop. I'm apostle to the world. Yes. Well, I, man, the Lord has me going everywhere. I, listen, I know. I know I'm supposed to go to Africa. Read. Into the body of Christ. Go back where it says unique. Read. Say this with me. Specific. 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 There's a specific place at a specific time to do a specific thing. And if you try to get to Africa and you ain't finished your assignment where you at specifically, then you just hello somebody. Finish your assignment where you at. You might have a major calling for the world, right? We were all supposed to do, right? But I, but that time will come. Guess guess how you make it to all the other parts of the world after you finish a specific time at a specific location that you get released to go to another location. Next screen. Amen. We go all the way to ten twenty. Yeah. Yeah. 
1020. Our apostolic fathers to those being called into the fivefold ministry. Read. And so will build relationships with these men and women by mentoring. Okay. So here's where apostle comes in. Here's where pastors come in. Here's where deacons come in. Here's where prophets come in. Here's where evangelists come in. Here's where teachers come in. Start again at the top. Our apostolic fathers, to those being called into the fivefold ministry, and so will build relationships with these men and women by mentoring and taking them with them on ministerial trips as part of the team. What's that word again? As part is what? Team. Part is what? Team. Everybody say what? Team. Everybody say what? Team. Read. To help them. Everybody say help. 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 Read. Develop. Develop. Everybody say develop. 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 Read. And mature. Mature. Everybody say mature. 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 Read. And their unique gifts. Everybody say unique gifts. Unique gifts. Unique gifts. You can't do it on your own. Apostles here to oversee, assign, and take you places. Now, hear me out. He doesn't necessarily have to do it himself personally. He has to put people in place to do it. Hello, somebody. I'm going to say that again. It's his job to take you places. But it's not necessarily his job personally to do that. Because what will happen in a five-fold ministry that's functioning as a five-fold ministry, God releases people or brings people in with special giftings to teach, to train, and equip you in certain areas so that the man of God does not get burnt out. See, the days of that man of God doing everything is dead. Everything is about a team now. The Antioch Church used the whole gifts. So if you're not studying, if you're not doing these things, if you're not perfecting your gift, if you're not doing the things that you need to do, right, then how are you going to be effective when it's called on you to do what you need to do for other people? Hear me. Listen, I'm going to say this word again. You know what selfishness is? Selfishness is not me doing what I need to do to grow myself so that I can help other people. That's selfish. It's selfish of me not to study. It, it, it's selfish of me not to set up, you know, it, it, you know, I, I do certain things. It, it, it's selfish of me not to, you know, uh, it's selfish of me not to answer this phone call. <laughs> no. It's selfish of me not to study and be prepared to have PowerPoints and things like that for you when I come here. Not just to make the PowerPoint, but to be prepared and actually study. See, anybody can put stuff on PowerPoints and come. And I've been preaching so long enough. And, 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 and Pastor El can tell you this is so. I can wing this thing. I don't need to study, really. I can wing this thing. You, 
Why you think? That's why I says always be ready, right? I mean, Apostle can call me up. He can call, he can come in right now and say, uh, uh, Apostle, I need you to preach. I'll be like, okay, no problem. But the result ain't what I do then, it's what I did to prepare myself to be ready. Preparing yourself to be ready. Right? And you don't have to get ready. Listen, listen. And it drives me crazy. If I could, right, still, if I could take what I know and, and, and have all of y'all open your mouth, right? And if I could just pour it in you right like this, right? So you don't have to go through 20 years of what I went through, 40 years of what I went through. I, it, but it don't work. But if I could, I would. If I could tell you, look, don't walk on the right side of, of, of that street because in the middle of the, in the middle of the block, you ain't gonna know. But that dog chain can make it to the street, and, if, and, and sometimes he don't come out, but he's there. But you don't see it. You get there, and you walk down that street. But I'm telling you, what, don't, don't listen, man. Walk on the other side. But you don't walk down there so many times, and that dog never came out. And then when he come out and bites you, you first thing you say, I should have listened. We don't have to go through certain things. And, and now, you know, I loved it. I loved it. Because of this age of millennials and GX and whatever you, you, and, and, and y'all, you, you know, I love you guys, but your favorite line is I got to figure it out. And it's okay to figure some stuff out. But you don't have to in the kingdom. <laughs> you, you can figure out a whole lot of stuff, right? You can figure out a whole lot of stuff, but you don't have to figure out nothing in the kingdom. It's established. Only thing you got to do is listen. Hello, somebody. How many people are visionaries? Raise your hand. How many people get frustrated when you try to bring people on board and they just, they just, you just be frustrated, right? Remember, Apostle AP told you this. A person will never see what you see. The only way they're going to see what you see if they do what you say. Because this is what will happen. Soon as they do what you say, they'll come back to you and say, oh, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> Stop frustrating yourself trying to bring people on board. They're never going to see what you see. It's going to be on them. The only way they're going to see it, just, look, just tell them, look, humor, you know, y'all, y'all know, I always say, just humor me, right? Come on, y'all, just humor me. Just do this for, just do this for possible. Just try it. Just try it. Right? Just tell them something like that. Try it. Just, 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 just try it. I know it's all jacked up. Just try it. And then they come back and say, okay? Next week. Everybody stand up and say hallelujah.
everybody will say, okay, we're going to fight against false doctrine, right? Right? Come on, right? You know, kind of quiet when I say certain things. You know, when you hear false doctrine, 